When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the boys 161st Street, episode 160. 161 is up next. Still have no idea what we're going to do it. We're just going to handle it like we handle everything on the show. Very much improv, then we'll we'll figure out something on the fly. But uh, Yankees played a series against the team from Los Angeles that is not the Dodgers, so it's not, a, not really a good thing to only take one out of three. So it was against the team, uh, Mike Troutless Angels, Shohei Otani's sole home. Not a lot to love about this, but, you know, Garrett Cole shoved, and he did exactly what we paid him a lot of money to do. We paid him to be the stopper. We were in a four-game losing streak, and Garrett Cole is able to just nut up and just absolutely shut down the Angels, and that's exactly what you paid him for. So he did his job, and if he did anything less than what he did, I'd be upset. So that's what we expect out of him. Um, Wasn't the prettiest baseball, but it was baseball. So we're going to talk about that baseball. And, uh, yeah, it could be worse. Could be could be watching soccer, so... It was at least worse. baseball. So yeah, today you got Luke Chandler and Damon Murph is pouring beers to homeless people <laughs> in the Great North. So how are we doing, fellas? Are we dry? A lot. It's been it's been pretty wet. I got. I, I hope got, everybody is safe. If you're in the New York area, we're in the city. We are safe. I know a lot of you are worried. Uh, the subways are all shut down. Before I ask how you guys are doing, are we going to play baseball tomorrow? Because I have tickets for the game. And I, we, I, I got, I got some question. pictures of and videos. One was a drone footage of of uh, the Somerset Patriots. Uh, they're, not, they're, not, a ge- not a geography whiz, but no, they're they're. I can't see them where playing is Somerset? for a little while. I don't, Somerset's Chandler. in New Jersey. Okay, so make makes yeah. sense. Makes I mean, sense. they're the water was up to the outfield. I'm a little worried about the Yankees game tomorrow. I'm really excited. I'm getting out of work early. Wait, did you see that picture of the outfield? Yeah. It didn't look as bad. I mean, I'm comparing to the Somerset Patriots. As, that's well, why Somerset it didn't look was as bad. up to the top of the fence. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I think, that's why. I think Yankees, Yankees Stadium will be fine. I think they, they have like a filtration system. I'm assuming that's Science. good. Science and stuff. I hope. I w- I'm really excited for the game tomorrow. Who's pitching tomorrow? Nestor, oh, I hope it's a nasty Nestor day. It is a nasty Nestor day, so guaranteed, W. Uh, I've never watched so, no-hitter live before, so. There you go. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. Hey, he's extended past 100 pitches. He's not a big strikeout guy. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I a kind of hope. Two, I kind of hope they just leave the water just, like, deep out in the outfield. I don't think they're going to do that. And then let Nestor throw from center field because it's too easy for him to throw from the mound. That's smart. You're just yeah, it's like the old. It's the you know, Orioles. Heard, like, you got to no, love no, the no, playing no. field. 
you've heard like the king in his court or whatever, the softball guy, I think his name's like Eddie Fainer or some shows like him and two other guys. And he would just pitch from all over the field and strike everybody out. That's Nestor Cortez. He didn't have the best start last time, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. So he Nestor Cortez, fine. he's going to bounce right back because we're playing the Orioles. Is it a four gamer or is it a three gamer? I really hope it's a four. I, th- I think it's three. Uh, I'm going to double check right now. I feel but like we've had a lot of four I'm game series sure recently. Three. Is that I'm almost 100% sure. Accurate? Yep. Three and then four against Toronto. Okay. Toronto's been free falling. Confirmed. I don't, know if they've, I don't know if they've turned it around in the last like week or so, but before that, they were no, free they're, falling. No, they're... They're not doing great. They're okay. third. They're thirteen and a half games back in the division and four and a half in the wild card. Damon, if you could put a number on it tomorrow of the chances that we play, what would you put it at? We I play? trust your opinion. I, I I think it's a I think it's ninety percent. Wow. Yeah, I do. How are they not going? It's not going to rain, right? And they no, can. It's, it's, gonna, it's like really dude, they've wet. dealt with a flooded yeah. field in like two hours and got everybody back out there. I, I'd rain be delay. very shocked if it was if they didn't play. Very, very, very shocked. They're, they're probably still working on it right now. Like they're they're probably fil- filtering. The I, I assume they're working that, on it. You know. All right, so we got a loaded show for you today. Yankees haven't been playing their best baseball, but when you look when you when you boil it down and you look at the last fifteen, twenty, whatever it was, I mean, it's still a fantastic run. So like four game losing streak, whatever. Who cares? It's. Not against the best opponent in the Angels, but the Angels can they can win games. They're a 500 team, so it's baseball. It happens. We won 13 in a row, so you can't really complain all that much. I you, think it's blown out of proportion because the Rays just keep fucking winning. Yeah, and I, they lost tonight. So I did. I did read an interesting. They won nine straight before that, though. It's true. Yeah, I was reading an interesting article the other day about essentially. I don't know what the title was, but essentially it was like. Teams that are not in the playoffs that can fuck up playoff teams' chances, like something along those lines. So teams like the Angels, or like what are the main teams that you don't want to play down the stretch? Yeah, teams I are saw gonna, that. You read, I, read I, that. I don't know what the article was, what the title was, but essentially, like, what are the teams that are not in the playoffs or not in the playoff run that you don't want to face down the stretch because they could mm-hmm. fucking beat you? And the Angels were the first in that list. Angels, I would maybe like the Royals. It was the Angels, yep. the Royals were up Wait, there. Wait, don't say that. I want to keep guessing. I, um, I forget the rest of them. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the Mets aren't currently in the playoff picture, so you could put that in in that mix because they are technically a good team, but the Mets are, are trash. Um, yeah, I feel like that's it because I, would, I would say the Cubs, but like the Cubs sold everybody. Yeah. So, but right. yeah, but I forget what it was, but yeah, something some along those lines. Yeah, but Angels are Angels the top of that list, and it's true. I mean, they can come out there and win a game. Yeah. With so that, that's with that why, being said, though, we should have we should have won the series. Yeah, There's but that's no, we're not going to overreact to that. It's no. four games, and when you, like I said, when you extrapolate it to the last twenty five, it's like well, now we're you know nineteen and like seven and whatever the fuck it was. So yeah. Yankees are still good. Garrett Cole, and and honestly, I want to put more attention to that. We've talked a lot about Garrett Cole being the MVP. I think he's absolutely separating himself. We, we talked about uh, it's a Young, not MVP. He's absolutely separating himself from Lance Lynn. He overtook Lance Lynn when we had the more extended conversation last episode or the episode before. So we're not going to get too deeply into it. But I just want to place a lot of emphasis on how important that was that he was able to be the stopper. A little bit, you know, 
it doesn't carry as much weight as I think it would have in terms of like swinging the momentum back in our favor if we didn't have an off day today. I feel like the off day kind of hurt us yeah. because, you know, when you, when you have a stopper like that, you can just ride that momentum and just go and start cruising. Granted, we are playing the Orioles next, so I don't really think we'll need that much momentum. I mean, this team you should not lose a single game. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to. But there's, no, no, no. We, we talked about the Angels and that being... Yeah an okay thing. They're a big spoiler team. They have some talent there, like David Fletcher, Otani, yada, yada, yada. If we, we cannot lose a single game to the Orioles, especially if we think that we still have a chance in the AL East, which I'm starting to think is not really the case. I mean, we went on a 13-game win streak, and we still are how many out right now? Six and a half. Six and a half. It's, I, I really think it's gonna. they're going to keep winning. I think we're going to keep winning too, but we actually play our schedules like the third easiest coming down the stretch. It is. The, yeah, it the is thing that's going to be the difference though, is we got four against the blue Jays now, like next week. And then to close out the season, we go three blue Jays, three rays, three red Sox, or some order of that. We, I know the Rays don't are the play last the rays one, until the last series. Exactly. So I think it goes blue Jays, red Sox rays to close out the season, which is pretty fucking tough. But on that Garrett Cole thing real quick, people are talking about how close this Cy Young is and how Robbie Ray's probably got the nod. Like Robbie Ray is leading. I was, there was a graphic I saw the other day. There's out of 14 categories, Robbie Ray's leading in two over Garrett Cole and it's innings pitch by four and Garrett Cole missed two starts. In ERA, which he's leading by point zero two, so yeah. I don't really think it's as close as people think. I think if he just keeps up, even remotely, what he's doing, uh, he has to. He has to win it. He has to. It'd be and, a disgrace. I mean, they look more into the the saber metrics nowadays too. So ERA exactly. is is great. You can win an ERA title, but like, they but look it's more also at, they like look more at FIP. They look more at the strikeouts. He's having an, he's having a ton of strikeouts. He just leads at fifteen. He, he leads him the other night. That's what I'm saying. Even in face value stats like ERA, wins, whip, all of that, he leads the American League in whip. He is second in the American League in ERA. He leads the entire Major League Baseball in strikeouts. Even his yeah. face value stats are fucking incredible. So I just I think he wins it even if they don't look at the Saber metrics. Yeah. But I mean he's been he's been like I mean, since the all star break, what does he have like what was it, like a point he has a point seven two ERA, ERA yeah. since his COVID. Nuts. So no, since yeah. the COVID, sorry, not the all star. Yeah. Can we give him spider tag now? Now that like he's proven, I feel like now he's proven that he doesn't need it. There are some people in this league, not going to mention names, Chapman, that haven't proven that they can pitch without spider tag. Garrett Cole's done that, so now like I feel like if you prove that you don't need it, then you like get awarded it back. You like because <laughs> you at least prove you didn't fully depend on it to be good. If you're truly good, now you can you can you can unlock spider tag. It's like a. Yeah. Make it's the, like yeah, like it's it's rich, like a richer, game. Make the rich richer. It's like a game. You, you have to be question. good. Like no Orioles pitcher, uh, maybe John Means, but like all of the bad pitchers would be so bad. Like that'd be funny if you're if you have you have to have a certain amount of strikeouts to unlock Spider Tack, and then the rich get richer, like Damon said. That's <laughs> genuine question. Do you think he found something new? Did what? he didn't walk us? Do you think he found something new? Like honestly, last night. He well, he had COVID. Maybe cur- he's just doing like spitballs and mucus balls now. <clears throat> Dude, he threw a ball yesterday. It was like a knuckle curve that dropped like 40 inches and dotted the fucking outside corner black perfect. And he didn't walk a person and threw 120 something pitches. Dude. Also, maybe I'm just oblivious, but remember he said that he's uh, the, the, two things. 
the reporter, I don't know her name, and I don't want to slander a person's job, but I don't know how you get that job. I, 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 this is not a the new thing. Question? Like These questions that are, that's just like, come on. I get old media Margaret, is It was is Margaret bad, something. But like, the, what the fuck perfect, are these questions? We've heard some bad questions in our time. I don't think this is the worst I've heard. I've heard some really bad ones. Um, you know that was that was there's this that one was guy with like a nasally a... voice that I remember. I forget his question a while back, but she asked Garrett Cole, "What pitch are you not gonna throw Otani?" And and Cole handled it great. He said, "Like, ah, oh, he doesn't need any more excuses. I'm not gonna throw him a knuckleball. He doesn't. I and maybe I'm just oblivious. I thought he was like saying I'm not gonna throw him in the knuckle curve, but he doesn't throw a knuckleball. I'm just an idiot. I didn't really read into it, but." Uh, then he immediately throws a knuckle curve the first pitch. <laughs> Maybe that was a mind game. I don't know. I was in that moment. I was kind of looking to see if Otani would smirk because he probably definitely saw that interview. I don't know. Like, oh, you said you weren't going to throw the knuckleball. And you threw a knuckle curve first pitch. I don't know. I don't know if you saw that. That's I, I think that, that just felt, <laughs> felt like a forced question about Otani. It's it literally just to draw like attention because yeah. Otani's the biggest name in sports. So what what else are you gonna ask a Yankees player about Otani? Like, Look, whoa! If Otani hits a home times, run against so. you, like, how much are you gonna awe at it, Garrett? Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Margaret. They're <laughs> almost making me less excited about what Otani's doing because they talk so much. It's it's almost like you it's know how Sports Center. And like always sucked off LeBron back in the day. They still kind of do. Back like, in the day, they still kind of do. I'm saying, but like back in the day, they would in like a couple of years ago, they would only only play LeBron stats, uh, LeBron things in the top ten. And they just everybody asks like, at the All Star game. They're always like, oh, "What's it like to share an outfield with Otani?" It's like, what? What does that even probably mean? Like He's any a other player? Human being. That was, he does the, the that was actually shit. that was probably the only question that I heard. Honestly. Yeah. Every single person they were at, all of the players probably like huddled around together after in the locker room. Like, dude, I play baseball at a very good level too. Like this guy, I'm also an all-star. <laughs> we have better resumes than him. Yes. He's having a great year right now, but like he could very well not be healthy next year. And we just kind of, we, we have this one awesome season in the history books. And that's I mean, so I, awesome. Yeah. And, I love is, that. and I, and I'm not discrediting it cause it's so cool what he's doing. I just think these these people are starting to piss me off, and it's literally I'm gonna st- I'm taking it out on Otani and what he's accomplished because it's, they're annoying me so much. No, that it's not sense. just Otani. It's like last year with Tatis. I love Tatis. He's one of my favorite people to watch in the game. But last year, every time he caught like a fucking routine fly ball, they're like, "Oh my God, Fernando!" <laughs> well, that's Dude. just the announcer. The announcer. Well, the, the announcer's awesome, but I'm talking even ESPN. Him. Oh no, he's absolutely electric. But even the fucking ESPN guys are it seems like a reoccurring theme here but um but either way any of the major like media outlets be like oh my god did you see Tatis out there today he's absolutely electric he was like 0 for 4 with 4k's but my god the way he ran the bases on his one walk every time MLB they're so desperate for attention just because they're so bad at publicizing themselves and like marketing that every time they find a star they just way overplay it yeah, I mean, I think that like I think every single home run Tatis hit this year is on the MLB Instagram page. Unrelated, that um, and I swear we'll talk about more Yankees stuff in a second. But like that, there was a video that I saw uh, about the Padres announcer, and it was like, "How does he do it?" And it was like a routine <laughs> ground ball. <laughs> I saw that. Somebody took a different 
like the the Jordan catch that he made or something yeah, crazy, yeah. and they took that commentary and put it on like a routine. <laughs> yeah, ball. no, I saw it was like two of <laughs> like them. A it was like drive a, it right at him. Yeah, there was like a pop up in the infield. It's like another one for Fernando. <laughs> oh my God, how does he do it? It's, All right, let's talk about the Yankees a little bit. Do you guys want to get into rounding third now, or do you want to just no? Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Kluber right now because Kluber, we talked about. We previewed him a little bit a few episodes ago, asking the question, are they rushing him back? And, you know, that was based on the premise that like, his numbers in the minors weren't great. He didn't really look like he had control. Not everybody, it wasn't like a feeling. We didn't have a vibe in Yankee land of like, oh, thank God Kluber's coming back because his numbers were vibe. so bad. You know, I mean, I still love that Kluber's coming back. I just was worried that... They're rushing it, but again, to play devil's advocate, and you guys are speaking to this more, it is September, and pumpkin spice lattes are out, baseballs around, playoff baseballs around the corner, so Yo. you need to give him reps. Um, I haven't gotten a pumpkin spice it latte yet. It is crazy yet. how quickly they fucking turn that shit around. What? I think about, I just thought about this today, like, literally, <laughs> sorry, so unrelated, but no, it's walk, related. walking down the street today, like yesterday, I saw no pumpkin things. Today, walking down the street, signs everything, everywhere, everything. Guilty, yeah. like guilty how, here. Absolutely, I'm, I'm more impressed. Whore. I'm yeah. more impressed I'm how they just overnight <laughs> they changed all the posters. Yeah, they changed all the menus just overnight. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm I'm astonished. I'm, I'm I haven't got anything yet though. Pumpkin beer everywhere. Oh, Dude, well, shame on you for not having beer. anything pumpkin yet. I even got my email from Starbucks today. I was like, welcome back, pumpkin. I was like, so <laughs> back, I'm sold. So back on track. Um, so that was that was the general vibe of the Kluber situation. So now when we look at what happened, he did hit, he had a no-hitter through four, and I will uh, – my friend Greg texted me, and I quote here. He says, is Kluber back? I'm afraid to say it because he had a no-hitter through four. Immediately after that, or shortly after that, Kluber gives up a grand slam. That is all on my friend Greg, so go ahead and don't blame us. But uh, his final line, four innings pitch, five runs, six Ks, two walks, gave up that grand slam. Some people are saying that Boone left him in too long. I don't really know if that's the case. I think Damon was one of those people. I'm not really more fixated uh, on that. I'm just, I'm, you know what, I'm happy. I'm not as worried. Like, when you look at just that stat line, five runs, it looks awful. And yes, you can't completely write off the grand slam like, oh, it's just a grand slam. Like he also got himself into trouble, allowed the bases to get loaded, and then did give up a home run. So like, part of that five runs is still five runs. Like it's still five runs, yeah. no matter what way you write it. It's a little less bad, I guess, because it was a grand slam. It wasn't like a run every inning, or well, I don't know. He looked good for four innings, and maybe the wheels just fell off at the end because he's not built up yet. So that was good for me, at least to see. Yeah. He I made was, one bad pitch. Yeah. I wasn't saying that, but he also loaded the base. That was what I was trying to say. Like he didn't just make one bad pitch and it was four runs. He loaded the bases too. I just think the wheels fell off. Cause he's not built up to it. I just yeah. think he looked, I think all in all take that aside. Cause right now. Yeah. I mean, every game matters when you're in a playoff hunt, everything like that. But Right now, you're just trying to build him back up. Like you said, you're trying to get a major league innings, and he yeah. looked he looked good. He was sharp, you know. And the next step's going to be getting through that inning, and the next step after that is taking him another one, and you know, battling through these situations. It's his first start 
start in the major since May. So, I mean, I, I get it. Obviously, it's not ideal. Had he gotten out of that, it would have looked awesome. You know, we would have had four innings, one run, and cruised on our merry way, and everybody would be like, oh, my God, Kluber's back. Here he is. Like I said, that one pitch, if if it goes anywhere else, if it lands 10 feet short, whatever the case may be, it's it's a whole different narrative. So I think he looked really good. He was hitting his spots well. He was dotting the corners with, you know, nice two seams and shit like that. I think he looked really good. I have zero complaints. I mean, other than the grand slam, but it is what it is. Still should have won that game. Yeah. I was just going to say that I, I mean, I don't really think, I mean, Boone didn't really leave him in too long. I didn't, I never said that. I think again, just, to I said that. Yeah. I, I don't, I just think that he ran a gas and, I I do think that coming back from the rehab um, about being hurt, like it's kind of a tricky situation because you want to leave him in there and kind of work through it also because he had a no hitter through four. So he was doing really well. And then just kind of like clearly, clearly, clearly he was getting tired and was not hitting his spots during that inning. So as a manager, you probably should see that and try and take him out. But on the flip side, he was pitching phenomenally, and like you kind of need to leave him in there. So I don't think he pulled him out early. Yeah, like I you said, he had a, he had a no hitter through four. Yeah, you're leaving him in. You're seeing how much you can get out of him, and then building off that next next start. So he went four this yeah. time. He had six Ks through four. That's good. Two, I mean, only two walks start. when control was an issue for him. So next next start, let's go five. Start after that, six. Like the, and then just keep building it up, and like that's a perfectly good timetable because we were talking about Cole potentially getting like. How many? Five more starts or something? Yeah, something like that. I think Kluber can get at least three more starts, at, at least. I mean, if Cole's going to get five, Kluber's going to get probably f- close to it. Four. They're not yeah, going to skip yeah. a Kluber start, not that, not unless he's hurt. Not yeah, now. I'm just saying at this pace, at least, if he, even if he gets three more, you build him up one extra inning each, uh, every five days. He's at, he's he's right where he needs to be. He's at seven, eight innings. So. I'm not worried about Kluber. I'm actually very happy because we were talking before about the Kluber Sevy situation and pretty much lumping them both into the same category in that kind of write them off and be happy if they give you anything. And Kluber is ahead of schedule. I'm going to knock on wood now again because it could easily go right back. He could get hurt. And then, you know, we're sad again. Now my, my hopes are back up and I'm ready to be hurt again. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at is, you know, I wrote him off, and now he's back, so my hopes are up. Speaking of that game real quick, and I know we beat a dead horse here, why the fuck is Andrew Heaney on the Yankees? Why? Why, 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 why? His very first batter, Shohei Otani, hit a ball to fucking Oakland. Get get him off the Yankees. Leave him there. I don't care what you – send him to Alcatraz. That's out off San Francisco, which I don't think is that close to L.A. But it's about two and a half hours. Okay, get him on a bus at – Fucking San Fran, ship him out to Alcatraz, and it's he can be the ball. one. Huh? That would be a deep ball. That is, that's about where he hit it. Put him on a little ferry, take him out to fucking Alcatraz, and he can spend the rest of his days out there because he should be in fucking prison. He is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Speaking and the fact of... that we're, he can't do it as a starter, why are you going to put him as a reliever when he's never done it? Terrible decision all around. I I hate Andrew Heaney. Him and I right have away, too. It was like first pitch, and Otani was like, "You really? This is what you're gonna throw at me? This fucking guy? This is your champion? Like you, you send yeah. this guy out? Are yeah, you not entertained? I, like they, it looked like the easiest thing in the world, dude, and it was just, the most obvious thing that was gonna happen. Like what did you expect? 
I don't, exactly. I, I would be it's, curious to see if there was a single Yankee fan in the world that didn't expect that to happen. Or there was one I, collective would be conf, was confident in that scenario. No, it's not even that. You're right. It was one big collective. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Yeah. When he, he took them out, and sure enough, he proved us dead right. And if you didn't feel that way, if you felt some kind of even, I, I'll, I was going to say majority confident, but even if you felt like twenty percent confident, let us know because uh, we need to block some people. So that it's just ridiculous. He, he's on the sun, so I don't know why he's even allowed back. To he Earth. can't make the playoff roster, right? No way. No way. If he makes no. the playoff roster, like if he makes the playoff roster, then I can make the playoff roster. <laughs> Don't discredit yeah. yourself. You can I, make the playoff roster anyway, Luke. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. I, you, is I, he I ever coming off the sun? Home runs. What? Is he ever coming off the sun, Damon? Right now, no. he has melted onto the sun. Like, he is stuck to it. There's no... He, no he doesn't out. have enough opportunities to pitch this season to come off the sun. I almost feel bad because I he's... No, only because we're, we keep running him out there. And I feel like he's starting to give Jay Bruce some run at the Sunmeister. Like I no. think Andrew Heaney could I don't know why unless, you, I don't know why you wrote that off so quick. Because Jay Bruce literally retired. Andrew Heaney <laughs> Andrew Heaney he literally retired a Yankee. I'm not gonna write that off for Andrew Heaney yet. Andrew Heaney is literally the pitching version of Jay Bruce. If Andrew Heaney retires that needs or, to be clear. That needs to be clear. If Andrew Heaney retires or if he gets like DFA'd before the playoffs start, then he'll be Jay Bruce's co-sunmeister. Andrew officially. Heaney looks like he should run a really sketchy Italian restaurant <laughs> that's not that good. It's got they'll beat anybody's prices, but the food's like fucking rubber. That's what he looks like. Have you ever seen him just pout in the dugout with his stupid hair? Fuck you. He the Peaky Blinder haircut. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's I, I not didn't cool. Notice that. I you didn't have notice to, that until you have the until Peaky I Blinder. It. Oh. To have the Peaky Blinder haircut, you have to be cool. There's just no in-between there. He's not cool. He sucks. Boom. Uh, he would be cool if he was good. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's yeah. the total opposite of good, which is bad. And he's very fucking bad. Uh, so one more thing before we get into rounding third on this game. Let's talk a little bit about the Otani uh, stealing home thing. And I'm kind of... Um, doing exactly what I hated about media is giving Otani more attention. And I feel like that's kind of misguided. I don't mean that because I do like, I enjoy watching Otani, but I just don't like how the media asks every fucking time about him. But this is a moment that's more so making me pissed about the Yankees than praising Otani for stealing home because it barely was stealing home. It was, I mean, who was it? Jolie Rodriguez was on the mound he throws, and I was looking. I was I replayed this this moment a few times over, and I was trying to find what went broken that made this happen. Jolie Rodriguez delivered it pretty quickly to home. It wasn't on him. Uh, Gary Sanchez got the ball. Looked like it was first and third. What did we confirm? I, I forget if it was two outs or two outs. It was, it was two, two outs. outs. So two outs. That's okay to throw to second if you think you can get him, but. The guy's running a second. I mean, he was he hesitated. So at that point, when you hesitate to throw to second, I'm no professional catcher, but I have eyes. If he's already running and you hesitate a lot, he hesitated, he double pumped, and then he threw. And Otani almost, he wasn't stealing home. That wasn't his plan. 
he ended up going because he's like, damn, this idiot actually threw to second. I'm going to go home. And Otani's a fast person, so he, he barely made it, but he that just shows you. He's a fast person, barely made it because he wasn't actually stealing home. And then bad throw, Gio gets it, realizes he's throwing home, throws it back home, hurts himself on the play, bad throw back home, just bad play all around. It looked like a Little League play gone wrong. I almost would have preferred them to do that Little League play that you always keep in your back pocket. That was the one where you like, you the catcher comes the out. Cuts yeah, the catcher comes out like right before home plate. He like does the most obvious thing. He'll just like touch the top of his head, and like no indicators, nothing. He'll be like, "We're doing the play, the one, the, the one that everybody has prepared at every practice, and everybody knows what I'm talking about when the when the shortstop, uh, or who depending on who's receiving yeah, the ball at second base, the in. second baseman will go and hold the by the the base down and then the shortstop will cut it off and throw it home real quick. That seemed like kind of what happened, but like not even a little bit like Gio took one step in front because it was just a bad throw. I think Gio reacted to, yeah, they, they weren't doing that play. Yeah, Gio, Dude, if Gio, Gio didn't react, it wouldn't have been close. Yeah. But Gio was reacting to Sanchez, just throwing the ball like randomly at second base. Yeah. He was like, what the even Gio was like, what is this guy's fucking problem? Like Gary yeah. Sanchez has the IQ of a fucking cucumber. The baseball IQ, that is. I don't know how he is book smart, but as far as on a baseball diamond, like I would trust an actual just like log over Gary Sanchez catching. At least it can keep it in front of itself. I don't know. Agreed. Um, yeah, that, I just wanted to bring that play to your guys' attention because I just, just thought... pay attention. Just pay attention. Like we're not asking much. Everybody's giving Gary Sanchez a pass this year because the team's been up and down and there's been other headlines. Like when the Yankees are cruising and Gary Sanchez sucks, then there's obviously something to write about. He's been given a pass for another fucking terrible year. And you still manage to make a play like that to make people talk about you. Just pay attention. That is basic just awareness. Baseball awareness. 101. Is that enough to put him on the sun? No, right? Yes, he should be on the sun. He should have been on the sun coming into the season. We're not doing the sun right now. We're talking talking about the sun next episode. You can make your case next episode. We actually forgot about this. Well, no, there was there was no movement last week, so we didn't even update. I think I think there could be a a ruling for it today. But what's the current status of the current occupation of the sun? Krisky, who just got recalled, Nelson. Britain. Heaney. Heaney is the mayor. Heaney, Britain. Britain. I think oh, that's all. And Britain got hurt. Tough for Britain, honestly, because that oh, he's not going to have a ch- We were talking about his leash being small. Now he's not even going to have a chance. Nah, now he's done that something forever. See, that's okay. I, you hate to see that happen. That's the inverse of what happened with Luis Sessa. Like, Luis Sessa was able to get off the sun before leaving the team, so he left on good terms. Like, Britain's not going to have that opportunity, so you just hate to see that happen. But yeah. but we have to be the gatekeepers, and we have to we, we can't we don't make the we rules. Can't, we, why don't we, make, we don't make the rules. We, we the just rules. implement them, and we have to be enforcing his his stay on the sun. And he's just can't be biased in the sun. The bias has no nope. you know. It's tough. Dare I, I say... do have his bobblehead, and I do like him. Granted, it is the bobblehead when he was good on the Orioles, but um, dare I say that the Reds traded for Sessa because he came off the sun. They heard yeah, us. They're listening. Are you going to say there's rumors flying? That's all I'm saying. But if people are talking. Gary Sanchez in his last 30 games has a 181 batting average and an OPS slightly over 600. And he plays defense like a little leaguer that's below average. So, so I, 
you know, I'm I'm not even I'm not gonna get in on the Gary talk right now because you know I'm not we, here to talk about Gary. I'm here for the sun. That's it. I'm doing my job trying to keep the sun a good place I that has no. the people it deserves. I say, I say yes. No. I say no. Well, you have to have unanimous. So for now, he's Why? not on the sun. If he does another blunder like that, but a little bit more egregious, then yes, you can go to the if sun. If I gave you a blind resume and it, there wasn't a name attached to it, you would have put him on the sun. Disagree. I guess we'll never know because you didn't. And now my guard's up. So if you give me a blind resume, I'd be like, that's Gary Sanchez. And he's not going well, in the sun yet. Lucky for you, there's like four or five Yankee hitters that have similar stats. So, so good segue into this. Are we officially getting worried about Gallo? Because since he has become a Yankee, this is a pretty decent enough sample size. Chandler, do you have his stats? Um, I did. You didn't tell me. I have him right up, here. But I can uh, have him. Since he has become a Yankee, he has played 31 games, and he's batting 139. 634 OPS, 77 OPS plus, five homers, 11 RBIs. Striking out 50% of the time. We knew the strikeouts were going to be high. You know, the batting average is 139, but it's it's 31 games, so like that can come up. We we knew it was going to be low. We didn't think it would be this low. I mean, he, he's a career 207 hitter. So, like, it's really not as low as you think. It's 139. He's got a 634 OPS, which isn't isn't horrific. Um, 77 OPS plus. He's not. He's. I. I'm. I asked the question, and now that I look more at these stats, I'm not worried. I mean, it's just the batting average. To me, it, I think he's pressing. I really do. The ground balls that he's hitting the three double plays as a Yankee coming into the Yankees. I think he had what eight in his career. I really do. I just think he's pressing. It's like if one, like I said, and I'll say it until the day he's not a Yankee. It's like if one of us or one of you guys listening to it got a shot to play for the Yankees, like it is his dream team. This is what he's wanted to do since he was a fucking kid. I'm not making excuses. He's been absolutely atrocious. It's really, it's disappointing to see him come out here and perform like that but i don't think it's necessarily a slump as in there's something off with him i guess i don't think it's like a mechanical thing in that sense i think it's more of he's pressing too hard to like fill that role as somebody who grew up as a yankee he knows what it means to wear those pinstripes and i think he's taking it really hard and he's just like i said he's pressing again not making excuses you got traded for for fucking like five top 20 prospects you need to get out there and fucking figure it out and you don't have that luxury when you're in a playoff race like you need to get your shit together but i get it just because you know put yourself in those shoes and that's easy for us because obviously we're diehard fans we come here and talk about it twice a week and people listen to it twice a week who are also, if you're listening to people talk about the Yankees, obviously you're a fan. Put yourself in those shoes. You can understand why he's pressing, but you're a major league player. Figure it out. That's where I stand on it. Yeah, I got to agree with that. I mean, I think the whole pressing part is probably it's probably true. Um, and I don't know. I feel like, you know, yes, he has been getting – he had, his batting average is low, but he's still kind of doing everything else that – we kind of signed him for. He's still playing great defense. Um, he's still getting on base. He's had a couple clutch hits. He had a couple home runs. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like 
there hasn't been a ton of situations where he's, I don't know, like, let me down. I don't, I don't really know that the, what the right wording is to say, but I personally haven't noticed it as much just because I feel like he's been doing other things well. If that makes any sense at all. Like, I feel like other players... No, have, he's played good defense. Like, yeah, so he's, I know he's like, mean. he's... The only thing he's really not doing is getting a couple more base hits. And, I mean... He's walking a ton, too. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing everything he's else. And 25 I still think, walks. I still think he has a presence in the lineup, too. Like, I'm sure there's other non-direct factors that are making... That are having a big impact on the game. So, you know, he's still Joey Gallo. You see that name in the lineup. It's still going to be frightening to pitchers. And if you got him batting fourth in between Aaron Judge and Stan or Void, and like that, there's some heavy hitters and just having him in the lineup, having his name out there, being lefty bat, you know, we're not taking him out anytime soon in the lineup, even if he's not playing well. He's still going to be a great fielder and he's still going to go out there and play well. I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. And yeah, and hopefully he kind of like shakes nerves off a little bit and gets into a rhythm and then he gets on a hot streak or we need him. All right, so moving on, another person who has been struggling as of late, Jameson Tyone. Uh, in the month of July, he lit the world on fire. He had a one one six ERA in 31 innings pitched, a .97 whip, 25Ks, 4-0. and he had, he had an awesome July. He won player of the month, didn't he? Yeah. He, yeah pitcher, pitcher, pitcher of the pitcher month. Of the month. Um, to follow that up, since August has just completed. He had a 5-5-2 ERA in August. He gave up 19 earned runs, as I mentioned. I, I forgot to mention, all of July he gave up four runs. He gave up 19 in the month of August with a 1.23 whip and 33 strikeouts. So a little higher strikeouts. Um, same amount of walks, a couple more home runs, but, I mean, 19 earned runs versus four, that's, that's a pretty big difference. Granted, you know, Jameson Tyone's not going to keep up that pace that he was at winning pitcher of the month, but it is a little bit, I wanted to get a little bit of a temperature check on uh, on our boy Jameson Tyone because we were, we were very bullish on, on Tyone. Obviously it's hard not to be coming off that month of July, but uh, I wanted to get a little temperature check on how we feel about Jameson Tyone. And one more thing before we, before we do that, I know we were talking a little bit about his, his home game versus away game splits. I think it was you that mentioned that Damon. Or no, you were talking about the so. day game versus night game that was situation. Cole's day game, night that was game. Yeah, Cole, yeah. so no I'd be interested about. if I still don't care about that, but I'd be interested <laughs> to see if it would if it's still holding up. But uh, I, all right, maybe for I guess Tyone, we, maybe we haven't talked Cole. about this because I mean Tyone's numbers home versus away is something that I wanted to bring up also. But uh, before we get into that, what just give give me your feelings on on Tyone right now? I mean, I'm still I'm personally still confident. In him, just because I've, I feel like we've seen, we've seen like consistent improvement. You know, think about this way, you know, even if he's had up and downs or, you know, um, good, good starts, good start, good start, good start, and then a bad start, and then a bad start, like he still had a progressive improvement throughout his career as Yankee this far, so far this year. It's not like he's, you know, been going, you know, had a good game, and I kind of have a complete downfall. Like, if you take a look back, I mean, take a big picture about well, his entire starts. I, I'm trying to think about, like, if he you has look, had 
two complete downfalls in the last two starts. So. Hey, I'm, but I'm saying big picture. Like take a little. Let's take, I'm let's on take, your a, team, let's take a step back. All right, let's take a step back. He's had two bad starts, but think about it as like a stock market thing. Like you know, there's ups downs, ups downs, ups downs. But if you take a step back, <laughs> thanks, Jordan. It's, it's a constant increase. That's what I was trying to say. So no, I, I, I'm not actually, too worried. You lost. No, me I'm with stocks. you. I think that made pretty, I, I think that made sense. I thought I think that it made, made sense, sense too, Tim. I know I'm on your side because it, if somebody told you at the beginning of the year that one he would not miss a start, and here we are in August, he won pitcher of the month in July, and he was pitching okay, and at time, he's pitched somewhere between the two and the four spot in our rotation. If somebody told you that in February, would you have taken it without any of the peripheral numbers, anything like that? Jameson Tyone is healthy. He's not on an innings limit. And he's he's pitching every fifth day. He's been one of our most reliable arms. He's won pitcher of the month once, and he's just doing well. Do you take that in February? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, but I, 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 I get that, but I don't think that's the right way to look at it because Well, no, no, no. I'm on, why are you arguing? I'm on your side, Damon. Yeah, he, he, Damon, this is just he's just friendly. Damon, I'm literally you back down. Okay. No, no, I, I'm, just, no, I, I'm on your yes, team. I don't know why you're saying, arguing with me. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying just I don't. I don't think that's the right way to look at it because. What do you mean? I'm literally agreeing with you that overall the season's been a net positive. Now. You're on my team now. No, I'm just, I, I'm just saying I, he literally doesn't want you to agree with him, dude. I know. That's what. I, what the fuck are you talking finish. about? You well, you didn't let me finish. Okay, go for it. Go, go. Okay, I like I was saying to agree with Damon, which he wouldn't know, but I was saying overall it's been a net positive. Like at the beginning of the year, the whole conversation centered around, well, I mean, Corey Kluber and Tyone probably aren't going to make it through a season. They're going to miss time. Hopefully between the two of them, they can put together one full season. Well, Tyone's been a fucking bulldog. He's out there every fifth day, and he looks good, and I think that part of it, is rust at the beginning of the year. Part of it's still learning to pitch again and learning to be on that schedule. So I, it's been two years. I get that there's going to be rough patches and I think everybody does. And if you don't, then you're just being an asshole because that's unrealistic. Like there's going to be rough patches. Get over it. He's still that. a damn good pitcher and his stuff is still good. Yeah. There's like I said, you're going to have patches throughout a season when you haven't pitched at that level in two years that just aren't good. He's still trying to figure it out and get into how do I face a team a second time? How do I face a team a third time and go about this lineup differently? Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at now. And he's getting to that part of the season. And yeah, there he gets hit. But I don't know. I don't know. I Overall, I'm with Damon. It's a net positive. He looks good. I still trust him come October. He's not going to lose a rotation spot or anything. That, that was my, that was, what I was trying to too. get at. I was trying to get it. Because what, what I was trying to say was that, like, yes, I agree with what you're, I agree with what you're saying. And I'm like, well, you're taking a look at, okay, yes. If we started, if we said in February he was going to be our potential number two starter and had, like, a, a historic, whatever, one month where he was the best pitcher in the MLB, Yes, I'm happy. Of course, I would have taken that in a heartbeat. And of course, he's been he's blown away our expectations so far, which is great, right? You know that that's all nice and it's good to talk about. But what we're really talking about now is if we trust him in the playoffs and where he's going to be in the playoffs. Playoffs. Talking about playoffs. So that's all I was trying to say was that yes, it's a great storyline. I love the fact that he's been doing 
well enough to get here to where he is right now. But the question, the real question is, is do we feel confident with him in a two spot or a three spot right now? I still say yes until he has another bad game and, and hopefully he doesn't. But if he does, then maybe we got so Chandler, you said three. three. Are you putting Kluber at two? No, I put Montgomery. I think it's at this point oh. of the season. How do you not, curveball. dude? Curveball. Montgomery has emphasis on curveball. Politely, Monty has a nice curveball. Dude, sixer curveball. To put it mildly, oh, he brother. slapped <laughs> his nuts directly on everybody he's faced forehead this season. He's done a damn good job just because he doesn't have run support. Like, I trust Montgomery in a playoff situation because you know what you're going to get. Yeah, like, I would love if to Montgomery see... comes out there, are you ever not confident that he's going to give you six innings of two to three run baseball and they're just going to be sweating the whole time? Yeah, I know he's going to have people get on base. I know he's going to walk people. But if I had one. If I had one guy not named Garrett Cole that I'm trusting to get me just a quality start, I mean, I think Tyone has the higher ceiling, but I think Montgomery has the higher floor. You yeah, know what I mean? And in the playoffs, yeah. that's a huge thing in game two. Yep, I, I agree with that because, you know, he's he's not as streaky as Tyone and Kluber's, you know, we don't know what we're going to get out of him. We'll see if his next start, but... Um, yeah, you're right. Like we, we, we have a better indication of what we're going to get and it's easier to plan when we're trying to win a a big playoff game. Jordan Montgomery this year, uh, his war also before I get to the war, his numbers are great this year. He has a three, five, two ERA, 3.2 war, 130 innings pitched. Also great for him to even have 130 innings pitched because he's also one of those guys who are coming off injury. So 130 innings pitch is awesome. Well, really, we're worried about his health because he hadn't. Pitched he had for Tommy so- John in 2018. He, the last year was his first year back, and he barely pitched because yeah, it was, it was his first season. year so, back off Tommy John in 2018. That's, so what are we talking? I'm talking about but this year is basically an extension of his debut back off Tommy John because last year was barely anything. So I'm still my. Are you saying you completely forgot about injury for him? You're, he's completely not. It's not a worry for you. No. Disagree. Um, so his war, 3.2, is right there with Otani pitching. The pitching war. So like that's pretty cool to see. He's tied for 22nd in the MLB, uh, in the AL pitchers. Uh, not AL, in, in the entire league. So he's having a very nice year. And honestly, he gets he gets kind of forgotten when you think about this Yankees team, even even for me, who's a person who talks about the Yankees every day, and when you brought up his name, well, you, when you brought up that Tyone got moved to the three, I immediately thought Kluber, uh, because maybe you're more bullish on what you saw at him, and that and that could be the case too. I, I would be there is an argument to be made that Kluber still can fight his way into the two. I don't think that is the case now. We have to see a lot more of Kluber, but Montgomery has been that guy who has been here. He has been pitching all year, and he's been a very consistent person. Honestly, we talk about you know trust tree of pitchers and who we're confident in. We're talking, we're giving Nestor Cortez a lot of praise. Nobody really talks about Montgomery because I feel like it's kind of it's weird. I don't even know what what it's to do about ugly. him. It's the run support. It's because it's it's ugly, it's, and 
I, I wanted to say like, some people, you, you don't give them as much praise because you expect it out of them. I don't expect how, how many, it. Many, I don't expect it out of him as like, it's not expected. So it's weird to me that he's not getting praise. How many wins does he have? Like two? Well, yeah, five. I, I think maybe, maybe it is the run support because it's five because, and five. Because and... most games he's pitching, sure, he has a great game, but we're probably losing those games because we don't score. Exactly. Nobody remembers the game that yeah. he throws where he gives up two runs or three runs even in six innings. Nobody pitch, remembers a, the games that we lose. It's a quality and... start, but we're losing 3-2 and we're scoring two runs in yeah, the eighth on an Aaron Judge home run. Nobody fucking cares. Jordan Montgomery, it's just because... And I hate to say it because I like Montgomery. I've liked him since he's been called up. He's just not really like it's ugly. It's a battle every time he's out there, but he gets it done. He's an efficient pitcher. He is exactly pinpoint. If there was ever a guy to live up to a scouting report, it's Jordan Montgomery. If you remember when he got called up, it was like, yeah, on this Yankees team, which was good at pitching at the time, and like it is every year before injuries inevitably inevitably take everybody he's like yeah he's good he's gonna be a f- three four five starter somewhere back rotation arm who's gonna give you innings and he's gonna give you a couple runs and he's gonna be solid but not amazing that is exactly what he is he hit it to a fucking t and he's done it his whole career i trust him in the playoffs last year against the rays he literally was that picture of the dude carrying his nuts in a wheelbarrow I think he went like six innings, gave up no runs, and struck out like nine. I I don't know. Was it I six? Just think, I thought he went like way shorter. It felt like seven. Felt like I eight. thought he. I think he went six. He went but, four. But it felt eh. so it, like so much. It's a playoff Either game, way. so like that happens. But no. But whatever the case may be, he's done it on the big stage. I trust him. I really do, and I think he's going to be a part of this rotation for a long time, even if it's as a five starter. I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer or anything, but I mean, I think he's a damn good, <laughs> Such he's, a big leap. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that as like he went it's, four. I'm, he went four in the LDS. I told you. Um, you said <laughs> so. so it felt either like, way, it felt like nine. It felt like an entire life's worth. But he looked pitching. really good. That's what I'm saying. Is that and I, obviously I so not going to be a Hall of that. Famer. I'm saying that was an elimination game too, if I'm not mistaken. But that was to get us to game five against the Rays, right? Uh, With Cole. And then Cole just pitched his dick off and then Chapman blew it. But that whatever the case may be, it was game four. Might have been. It was. I but can't check, sorry. I don't know. Whatever. The whole point of it is Montgomery's been awesome. He's exactly what you want. I tr- I trust Montgomery. I do. He would be my number two if the playoffs started tomorrow, and then I'd have Tyone at three, and then some combination of Kluber, Nestor, whatever at four. I'm convinced. I, I just don't see why not. Like he's been great until and proven obviously otherwise. He's not a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying that is. <laughs> why are you I keep don't talking about that because nobody's, you guys, nobody's saying that. You guys made a huge deal out of it. I'm just using that as a figure of speech. Well, you just like, laughed because you said it. You said Jordan Montgomery and Hall of Famer in the same sentence. I say he's not one. I'm just saying yeah, he's not incredible, when, when but he's solid. Isn't even remotely close. You don't need to bring up that he's not. Like that's like <laughs> you've never saying, heard that before. It's like me like, saying that you know. Well, we could say it, but like in, the, in like Chris Davis is not a Hall of Famer. No, yeah. that's not even remotely similar. Okay. It's like you have somebody like Brett Gardner. He's like, yeah, you know, he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's been good. Same thing with Montgomery. He's not yeah, a Hall I, of Famer by any get, means, but he's okay. good. I just feel like it doesn't even need to be said because it's obvious. <laughs> Okay. Whatever. The whole point was that he's not a superstar. He's great. 
I could have. If I had said Fair. Jordan Montgomery, Nobody he's will not jump a to the conclusion. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't. He's a Hall of Famer. It's a figure of speech, dickhead. I, I haven't heard that. I've heard the figure of speech be said on people who are borderline Hall of Famers. Yeah, I. I, I then it wouldn't agree. be a figure of speech. It would be an actual conversation. No, and he's no, no, no. I, like Yadi Emerlina, Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Did, yeah, Derek Jeter, Hall of Famer. I can name Hall of Famers too. Like <laughs> honestly, honestly, I tried to think of one that was a borderline guy, and I couldn't, so I just said that. Yeah, wrong. Move on. You know that it's a figure Adrian, speech. Adrian Beltre, not a Hall of Famer. Awesome. No, he's a Hall Adrian Beltre is a Hall of Famer through and through. I, that, he I has thought that was in percent. I thought that was the most borderline one. No, no, he's got have. three. He's got over three thousand hits Dude, and like four hundred home runs. Thousand percent be a Hall. He's gonna right. probably be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Regardless, I, I think the figure of speech is not even close to being used on Jordan Montgomery. So, mm. uh, Jordan Montgomery, not a Hall of Famer, but he's our he's our number two star <laughs> starting <laughs> heading into this this upcoming class if we make it. The inflection in your voice just ruined the whole thing. So. We need to uh, get into a series, though, because we are right now going to probably be playing in the in the wild card. I think, and, and I don't think that's unreal. That's like not, that's not a a slight at this team. It's just like we said at the top of the show: this, the Rays are going to keep winning, even if we keep pace with them. I think at best we're not we're not going to be six and a half games better than them this month. It's just not going to happen. I don't know. I don't I, see us sweeping them. I don't know. And then the final series. I don't think we're going to see them either, but I... If I'm, we I'm swept optimistic. them... I'm optimistic because of who we're facing in the upcoming... Like, this month. We're, yeah. we're facing the Orioles twice. Yes, we're playing the Blue Jays in between. We're playing We're playing the Rangers. We're playing the Indians. You know, they're those are very, very, very winnable, if not sweepable series for us. Things could look a lot different, but they they're going to need to start losing. Also, yes, the Rays and, and they're, not, they're not. So. They have a hard schedule, though. They have a their record against or the opponent's record has like a five thirty winning percentage, which I know isn't crazy, but they're a they, fantastic baseball team. Yes. Oh fuck you! I'm trying to be. They're positive. going to win. I know. I am too. I'm just. I'm just mentally preparing myself for the wild card, and I and I love our chances because we have Garrett fucking Cole in the wild card. Yeah, but against Chris Sale and. I, I don't even care to be honest Evaldi because that that's and... going to be so goddamn exciting. Oh I, no, I totally agree. I, but I'm just... I don't know if this is. Don't this, say you want I get, it. If I you get, say no, you want it, no, I get it. This I get is, it. Maybe this is foolish to say because I don't actually feel this way. But a a big part of me loves the wild card, and I like no. being in it. It's, it's I so like winning the wild card. Every pitch counts. I and maybe that's me saying that because we've won every single time we've played in recent memory with the Twins and the Athletics. But a large part of me kind of wants it. Here's you want to know what it is like putting your entire bankroll on black on roulette. It's and super exciting. It's so exciting, it, and I do that especially often. when you when you win. You're like, holy shit, we're fucking awesome. That is amazing. And then when you lose, you're like, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. I should have never done that. Here, here's so. the thing. If, if we if we end up playing the Red Sox at home in the wild card game. I like our that, chances in that. That that's not what I'm getting okay. at. That will be probably the most exciting game I'll ever go to. Oh, we're going to that. Ooh, I will be there. To, like, to date, that will be the most exciting game I'll I ever agree. go to. Yankees Red Sox one game and I can't think of another game more exciting than that until like a game seven going to a World Series or like game seven like it has to like 
the intensity of that game is going to be like a game seven of a championship series. I'm going to get so fucked up for that. Is that? that Wait, are you still going to be? Hard. Yeah. Uh, Dude, if you don't cheat for that, it's then you're 19. not a real Yankee. You're not a Yankee. We'll see if it, if it lines up for that. But... It's not going to line up for that. Do, do simple math. That's it's one month from up. now. Dude, if you don't cheat on that, then don't even go. Like, you have to cheat on the 70. Do 74 and a half hard. And... <laughs> it wouldn't even be that. It'd be like 50s. But um, Well, you can go back on it after. But, dude, the so, only thing that scares me is what are the implications? No, what is, no, what I, are no, the implications if you, you lose? You're on my team. Uh, what? No, I'm just saying, yes, I think it would be amazing. But I don't that's... want the wild card, but I I wouldn't be upset because of, because of that reason. I think it would be absolutely electric. Yankees, Red Sox, wild card. Has that happened in recent memory? No, happened at some point. Well, no, they've only had the two team wild card for like 10 years. So, if that. But my thing is, yeah, it's awesome. And it's if they win, we're all assuming they win. If they lose, you realize the season's over before we even play that. We play a series. I know know you get the ins and outs, but actually think about it. Of course, we want to win the the division. It's over. Of yes. course, we want to win the division. The point being, is and that, the Red Sox are no slouches. Oh my god! That's what I'm trying obvious. to say is, obviously, we want to win the division. But if you know, if we don't, then the next best thing is a Yankees Red Sox wild card game in the Bronx. It's a pretty decent no. constellation. It's a I pretty agree. good constellation prize. I because no, that will be I the that will, that will be one of the best days of my life if they win. And Dude, it will be I literally the most told you guys. Of, <laughs> this guy is just he just keeps he just keeps going. You're going too. I literally told you guys I would buy a one-way plane ticket on October 1st and leave if we make the wild card after that. I Chandler d- Drake, like, not a Hall of Famer, but <laughs> he will come I, for the team and go to the wild card. I obviously board. want to go to the wild card game, and I think it would be the coolest game I've ever been to. I just it scares me. Does it not scare you? Of course, what? it scares me. But it's going to be the most exciting game ever. It scares me to a point where I don't care about being scared anymore. It scares me to a point where it just gets me excited. Yeah. Because I think I think what it is for me is I'm mentally preparing myself for it. Because it's it's really shaking up to be that. Uh obviously that could change. The we could be playing the athletics again. Of the two, I don't think there's much of a discrepancy between the two. I think the athletics and the Red Sox are probably very equally matched. Um obviously that's this is an obvious thing that I'm about to say. I'd rather face the Red Sox just because of that. That how fun it would be. I think the pitching matchup from just a pure like X's and O's. I'd rather play the A's because I don't want to play the combination of Sale and Evaldi or whatever. But that's yeah, not what I mean. Still scares but shit out of me. Regardless, of, it's so it's so close in competition level that I'll I'd rather have the added entertainment value in the Yankees Red Sox for the wild card than just playing the Athletics again, even though. Yes, I guess I'd I'd prefer X's and O's wise to face the athletics, but the discrepancy between the two is not like you either play the Red Sox or you play the Twins, which we own every like like we have in the past. Like that that would be different. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll pass on the Yankees Red Sox for this round to guarantee that we get into the next round. But I'm just I'm just really excited about that. So uh, I think we should move on to rounding third, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. It's more than okay. So rounding third, we have asked you guys to send us your rounding thirds. And we are going to buy or sell them here on the podcast. So first rounding third comes to us from 
Send it Sully. And he said, Voight over Rizzo long term. And I know we talked about this a lot about Voight versus Rizzo in previous podcasts, but uh, quick answer, Voight over Rizzo long term, what do we think? Because obviously Rizzo is a rental and his recent play hasn't necessarily knocked our socks off as compared to the initial run that he had getting his Sex Panther nickname. I'm saying Rizzo mostly because of um, injury stuff. Long term, I I don't really, I have I have a lot of doubts with Voight being able to play for a long period of time. That's my Fair short. Enough. That's my short answer. Short answer. Rizzo, and it's only because the ages are pretty damn close. Rizzo's thirty two. Voight's thirty. Uh, yeah, I just think that Rizzo's game transfers better over the long term. They're both hitting kind of that back end of your prime and heading downwards. I think Rizzo would, the way his style of play would age better. And that's the only reason, because right now, I think if it's do or die in a wild card now, and you had to start one and you weren't going to play stand in the field, I at this point, I would, I think it's close. I really don't think it's a oh this, surefire Rizzo. I don't know. That's a different conversation. Well, no, so, no, no. That's why I'm just I'm using that to bolster my argument for the long term. Because my that's my all. conversation we did my decision would be different if it was a one game wild card and it was do or die. I wait out there. You would. I agree. I would. No, I'm on your side. That's it. That's but, not that's I, not what's going to happen. So I know, but I'm well, saying no. I would put void out there do or die wild card game, but I would prefer Rizzo in the long run if I were talking about multiple years. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> you disagree? This just doesn't really make that much sense to me. Why? If you prefer How? one guy, a guy for one game. Yes, it makes I literally just you told you why. The other I guy think Rizzo's game, game ages better. Yeah, the game, his game ages better. Okay. He's more he's right, less injury prone. That. Uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, he's more contact than just power, like Void. All right. right, so still on that topic a little bit. Coming to us from Ryan Mecca, he says, and shout out Ryan Mecca. This is shout out Ryan. This is our guy who won Ryan. the jersey for the Stakes app giveaway. So uh, Ryan Mecca said, Luke Voigt is way more disgruntled than we think, and it will eventually come out. And I, I'm gonna go ahead and spear at this one because I I think he's very outspoken about how disgruntled he is. I like the use of that word, and uh, dismayed could be another use of the word like DJ was back in the offseason. He's he's got a gripe. He, yeah, he's got a gripe. I don't have the gripe alert. I really need to put that on. Somebody has to remind me to put the gripe alert sound on the on the soundboard going into the next episode. But he's got he's got a lot of gripes, and he's made it clear. So I don't think that uh, this is really a buy or sell take. Like, I, I think we just know that. And I think the fact that he's even saying things to the public, yes, I think that means he's even more pissed. Like I think when he goes home after that, that like question he answers from Marley Rivera or something. And he goes home to his wife. And he's like, those motherfuckers really got Rizzo after I was top 10 in MVP. I led league in home runs. Like, yeah, I think he's a, a lot more pissed than he is to the cameras, which is saying a lot because he's pissed to the cameras. So, yeah. which is the case with anybody. You're obviously going to dial it down a little bit more in front of the cameras. So, you know what you he, what he's, like you, you see what he's not saying. Like he's he's very upset. So I think that's especially because an he, obvious thing. Especially because he continues totally to play fair. better than yeah. every single day. And he continues to get benched. Like he has not he has not had one game where he played worse than him. 
Yeah. Since he came, became a Yankee. Yeah. So I think I think that's obvious. So um, next, coming to us from Alejandro Two N D. This is actually right up Chandler's alley with what he just said. So Montgomery should be starting the second uh, the second starter in the playoffs over Jamo. So we talked great. about that at length, but that is a great great take by Alejandro and. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about that. I didn't even see this before we had that conversation. That yeah, conversation no. we had was not on the on the plans for today. So kudos to you and kudos to Alejandro. So I think we're all in agreement there. I think Chandler has sold us, us and yeah. Alejandro has also sold us as well. So That might be the first thing you guys have ever like been fully convinced of something I said. That makes me feel good about myself. Next one comes to us from Aim Bims. <laughs> Good name. Uh, so Sten finishes strong top 10 in AL MVP. No. Nope. I'm going to disagree there, too, uh, across the board. But I do think he finishes strong. I don't think that's enough to put him in AL MVP. I mean, I he's, just he's not he's a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he's going <laughs> to He is a, a Hall of Famer, though. Half. But I don't you. think he's a Hall of Famer. Stanton? Uh, that's a conversation for another day. But oh I just think God. since he's he, he hasn't no played shot. the field until now, and even now he barely plays the field, like, I don't think that's enough to be top 10. Like DHs don't even remotely come close to that unless your name is Nelson Cruz, who's tears the cover off the ball every year and only gets better. So I don't think he can be top 10 AL MVP. I'd like to take a look at like who's like a list of the AL players. Cause I know there are a lot of people who are having great years that people don't really talk about. Like Jose Ramirez is having an unbelievable year again. And th- there are a lot of people having great years. So I don't think top 10, but I do think he finishes strong. Damon, you realize he's going to have 500 home runs, right? And probably end his career at like 265 with 500 home runs and that's, an MVP. That's so debatable. No, um, it's not. He's got 10 more years, and he's at 340 If almost. he can fucking play 10 more years. Hey, put him in the field. Dude, he's – oh, my God. That's, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that. Let's, let's address that in the offseason. You don't think he can hit 150 home runs in 10 years? I do think he can. Next question comes to us from Mikey MK6. He said, if Andrew Heaney is allowed to throw one more pitch, we will miss the playoffs. I'm buying this all the way to, <laughs> all the, way to the sun. Yep. If Andrew Heaney throws one more pitch, I think we miss the playoffs. I agree. No, I'm going to buy it. Fuck that guy. I, do we think I, he's going to throw one more pitch? I think he will, but I really... I really hope I, he doesn't. Like, why? Really, he, he shouldn't. What? I've never seen... We talk about leashes a lot on this show. What more does he have to do to not go out there? Because I genuinely think what he's been doing for this team, we mentioned this a lot too, like what we would do if we were out there, I could give up home runs too in the very first pitch to Otani. Like, I could, I could throw to Otani. Am I going to strike him out? No. But like... He he's doing basically what we can do, and he's still getting run. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I really, I, I, I really pitcher. think he's gonna pitch again too, and that's I the too. P- part that pisses me off. Like, why? Why is Luis no. Heel not up? I don't think I've ever watched a pitcher pitch at the major league level that I've been confident that I can hit, and I haven't swung a bat in fuck I don't know six years. And I'm pretty confident that if you gave me a bat and we're like, all right. You have to go face a major league pitcher and be like, "Oh fuck!" They're like, "No, no, no! It's Andrew Heaney." Andrew, like, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm hitting 400. Like, yeah. And I remember I in the group chat there, when but... you guys were when you guys when somebody announced to us in the group chat that we got Andrew Heaney, and I initially was like, "That's that's a good move because it's a good depth piece." 
and I, I it sounded like a good death piece, but I, I boy was I wrong. So take it. Dude, I almost drove, drove to New York from Florida when you said that. We didn't know what this. We didn't know this guy would be this. He was a very yes, be, average to very below average pitcher with the Angels, and I thought we were just getting a guy who could take us from point A to point B until Kluber and Sevy get back, and he did. Uh, he, he's taking us from point A to point B. Is it pretty along the way? Absolutely not. And is he continuing to get run? Yeah, he is. So agreed with Mikey on this one. Andrew Heaney is never going to come off the sun, and I don't, I'm don't. i willing to bet my life on that. Uh, so next one comes to us from Danny Masseroni. He said, Starlin Marte would have been a better trade for... It would have been a better trade than, than Joey Gallo. I mean, yeah. It's obvious. I, and I was I was saying that way before, too, like months ago. Starlin Marte is awesome. And I, there's nothing you can do about that. But, yes, he would have fit nicer with this team. And he's just the only thing he wasn't a lefty. Um, apparently, the price was too high, though. So they gave up Lazardo. They may regret that later on because if they miss the playoffs right now, I mean, that's looking like a bad deal for them right now, too, because they're currently not in the playoff picture. So... If oh, yeah. they gave up Lazardo for a rental in Starlin Marte, that's a pretty fucking bad deal. Uh, yeah, he yeah. hit 500 for the time being when he was with the Athletics, but if it's not enough to get you to the playoffs, why did you buy? So and you just gave away on your best pitchers. Yeah. yeah, so that could that could bite them in the ass hard. So, um, granted, I think it would be different for us because we would have him for the playoffs because I think we would have made the playoffs. Um, but, but, still, you know, but still, if you lose, it's not worth it. Agreed. So. Uh, Next one comes to us from hmm. Nick J. Farr, and he said, we will finish the year with 95-plus wins. How many wins do we have right now? 77. 95-plus? I, I don't know. I think we're going to have, like, 92 we're on pace for 94, and that is not counting the schedule. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over, too, because we're on pace for 94, but we also have one, two, three, four, five, six against the Orioles. Where are you getting the on pace from? from? Our winning percentage times 162. You're a fucking whiz. Wow. I know. So Good job. We have Baltimore for six. We have Texas for guy. three. Really we have... Cleveland for three. We have the Mets for three. We have Minnesota for one. Do you think I'll take the a, over. Do you think there's I'm a chance? The do you think there's any chance? What what percent chance would you put it at us cracking 100 wins? 100? That's five more. So what? We'd have to win 23 games out of the last one. 23 two. games in a month. It's not impossible. <laughs> That's damn near impossible. It's... <laughs> I forgot how little time was left in the season. <laughs> so we'd have to go 23 and 7. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. That's what we did last month, basically. What was our last month? On, you asked for the percentage. I say 10% that we break up. I like there. those odds. I'd lay that juice. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. I mean, with the, the strength of schedule from here on out, it's definitely not impossible. Well, factor in there, we still have seven games against the Blue Jays, and then we also have our series against the Rays and two against the Red Sox. Agreed. Yeah. I, I think we have more than seven losses built in there. So, 
And that that's given we sweep all the other bad could teams. Happen, it could yeah. absolutely happen though. Uh, Not if any starts. I think we will end it on this one. Garrett Cole memes says Jay Bruce is an overhated Yankee. I'm gonna go ahead and put that to rest because he's not overhated. He's properly hated, and because he sucked. But um, Andrew Heaney is is the the version of Jay Bruce that pitches. So Jay Bruce is not overhated. Jay Bruce is properly hated. You thank you for echoing what I said. You're welcome. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we sign off and go to bed? Did you want to play the voicemail? Oh, yeah, we do have a voicemail. So appreciate the caller here. Uh, I forget who this was. We'll check it's it out. It's Ryan. My boy Ryan again. Oh, it is Ryan. So appreciate the call, the number to call in. We haven't looked for voicemails in a while, so we only have one this time. So we appreciate him taking the initiative to call the voicemail line. And the, the number is 914-469-2168. Call in and we will play your voicemail on the podcast and we'll react to it. So we'll, let's, let's do a voicemail episode on... On Tuesday, episode 161. All right. Voicemail. Give us a little bit of a celebratory, like, hey, congrats on episode 161. Hey, real quick before that, you guys want to know some awesome news? Sure. Glaber Torres removed from his final rehab game after being hit by a pitch. Awesome. No, he's fine. I saw the, the report. He, Damon wrote the report. I read the report sure? already. He was hit by a pitch, but then he said it was fine afterwards. They just took him out for precaution. See? Damon said it. So, All right. So shut up. I believe you. I can't um, wait to. I could be wrong. There's always a chance that I am wrong, but let's just. Say I'd it. say more often than not. <laughs> we talked about laying the juice on the the ten percent chance that we would eclipse one hundred wins. I don't think I would wait. wait. I'll, I don't think I would I'll lay find, the juice I'll find on the report for right. you, Chandler. I'll find the report for you. While Please the, do. Why it's, why it's playing? I'm scared. And uh, repeat caller called in a couple of weeks ago. And I actually just won a jersey last week on the Stakes app. So uh, thank you, Damon. It was just delivered a couple of days ago. Very cool. Nice. Um, anyway, I just kind of wanted to vent a little bit about Please this do. season. I know it's a long season, ebbs and flows, ups and downs, that whole thing. But, um, I, you know, I hate in the beginning of the year when people say that, you know, the games don't matter as much in April and May. Because they absolutely do. They all count the same in the standings. And it's frustrating seeing the Rays who have lost. I think one game to the Orioles uh, where we're barely above 500 against them. And that right there is, you know, could be the difference in the standing. And it's frustrating seeing the team and the brand of baseball we've been playing lately for the most part. And the fact that we haven't absolutely demolished these teams that are just terrible baseball teams this year. There's no reason we should be barely above 500 against the Orioles. Uh, Frustrating. That's all. Still some time for us to, get it together here but we we need help from the Rays at this point and a little bit frustrating if we beat the Orioles enough we might not need the help so that's all look forward to hearing the show keep it up guys appreciate it appreciate the call Ryan and I mean I agree with everything you said and we we kind of talked about this all season long is like uh hopefully that we didn't dig ourselves in too deep of a hole like there were so many points where we didn't think this team was going to make the playoffs I think the majority of this this the length of the season, it was kind of getting that vibe from like a month in to about a, a month ago. Like we, we thought this team was missing the playoffs and that was kind of the reality of the situation. And then we snap off a 13 game win streak and all is kind of forgotten a little bit. Now we're talking about potentially 
what are the odds of hitting 100 wins, which we thought was fuck. That would, if you told me that a couple months ago, that's fucking impossible. So, yeah, not taking care of business against the teams that we should. Like a 500 record against the Orioles is just inexcusable. We should win every single game against that team. This is quite literally one of the worst teams to ever play baseball. They literally lost. How many was it in a row? 19? A lot. 20? 30? It might as well have been all of it. I think I mean, they the Orioles. The Orioles are not Hall of Famers, but they're they're really bad at baseball. You're being so, a major cock about that. So, but I mean, I, I agree. I mean, we we should have taken care of business. And and look at this. Look at this right now. If we took care of business against the Orioles alone, just the Orioles, if we won those games or the majority of them more than we have before, we're probably tied with the Rays right now. So there you go. Every that, every game absolutely does matter, and that's. The evidence right there. So that's just that's been the story of the season. You know, it's like we. Well, how long was it until we fucking beat the Red Sox? Like they were. We were Owen. I think Owen nine or Owen seven. Like that's another thing. Now you know. It, that, but that's the story of the season so far. It's been getting our asses handed to us by a division, and then tr- like having a historic second half. You know. You know, I'm we, glad we're we, here to we talk about it. We wouldn't in be the able past. to have a historic second half if we were good in the first half. You know, what I mean, so whatever. I mean, obviously it sucks, and what you know, like if we didn't, <laughs> if we had Did a good, you follow what he just said. If we had a good uh, first uh, half, we wouldn't uh, need to have a historic second half. That's not what you said. Yeah, what did I say? You said if we. Didn't if we had a good first half, we wouldn't have had a sec- good second half. What I meant to say, if I if <laughs> I, I did, I don't like, know, I don't know if I did say that, but if I, I don't meant, want you to mislead the the, the listeners. What I meant to say, disregard what I previously said, if that was incorrect. But what I meant to say was, don't listen to what he is saying. Listen, if we had, hear what he's not saying. If we had a good first half, we wouldn't have needed to have a historic second half. Okay, that needed, I can get behind. Needed to have. Still could have had it. Still could have had it. Okay. <laughs> we didn't need to have okay. I have a quick gripe Okay. before we end it and wrap it up. I also have so, labor news when we're done. On our 13-game win streak, we led the major leagues in stolen bases, and our four-game losing streak did not steal a single base. Why? Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. Why, but like, why, why, why veer from what's working? Because who, look who's we not like playing off our fans. during that streak. Who's that? All the base dealers. We had Tyler Wade. I mean, Velasquez has been getting a little I more mean, playing they both time. Greg played. Allen, the other fast guy, whatever. The only guy who isn't playing is Greg Allen was not he hasn't, on there he hasn't for been any playing. game Tomato, of the 13 game win streak. Judge was you need stealing to go bases. To bed. This guy. You're you're good, Chandler. He's just in a different world right now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, Greg, new, the new Greg couch. Allen hasn't played since yeah, like July. I don't know what team he's watching. <laughs> this, this, like, we got a new couch here, and I think he's a little it too is, comfortable. That he's turn, comfortable. starting to fall asleep. I'm just exhausted. I got up really early today. He he sure. went. He got up really early to go surfing. I got up at four thirty, and then he <laughs> didn't go surfing because the subways were flooded. <laughs> so I turned around and tried to go back home. Um, anyway, Glaber Torres is okay after being hit by a pitch. Manager Doug. Doug Davis said, Doug no issues, no problem, good to go health-wise. Well, how many Don't times have we heard here, that? Doug. How many times have we heard that? What? Oh, he's, he's going to be fine. Yeah, but it's not Aaron Boone. It's a different manager. Doug Dimadome. I trust Doug Dimadome. I General rule of thumb, I don't trust anybody named Doug. I disagree. So. I know a few good 
No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know one <laughs> single dog. As I was saying that, I was trying to think back. I know. I think I know one dog, and he was. I have multiple gripes with him. Okay, there you go. So Glaber's fucked. That's he, the thing. He, he was one of those guys who would wear a drawstring backpack to a party in college. That's sick. <laughs> not a guy you want to be. I not, bet that guy got laid all the time. Don't be, don't be like Doug. <laughs> don't be like Doug. All right, uh, that is. That's a, that's enough from us. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. If you guys made it to the end here, our, our Doug Demodome and Doug conversations. Uh, if you enjoyed this, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube if you want to see the YouTube version, the full video version. We do those live the night before, so you get early access to that. Just check out the Bronx Pinstripes YouTube. And, yeah, go Yankees. Let's uh, – See ya for 161. Oh, episode 161. And if you have any ideas that we should do for episode 161, it's it's quickly approaching, and we have done no plans to figure out anything to you do special about that. So maybe I will just straight up eat a baseball next time. I've been talking about it for a while, so maybe I'll do it. So appreciate you guys sending the voicemails for episode 161. We would love to do just a full-blown voicemail episode. Maybe we'll do a Megalodon episode, like 200 a megalodon like the shark yeah like 200 minute episode a 161 minute episode whoa no that'd be really long that'd be really we'll figure something (laughs) out appreciate you guys bye Feelings gone, we can't fake them We don't wanna have that conversation So I'm trying to find the words to say mm, I never thought that it would end this way Yeah, yeah, baby I don't have an excuse I'm not trying to hurt you But someday you'll want someone who wants you Like you keep wanting me to You won't hate that it wasn't you Ooh. And my legs letting know me better I would miss you more But I wake up and I feel better Cause I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go We've been going on forever There's no more crying on the floor And he said it's now or never So I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go But you would be on my mind I'm different now, I gotta leave you behind And I'm driving towards the sunset But it was something that it wasn't it's harder than I thought it would be Someday I hope that you forgive me Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking this was overdue Babe, we gotta be through But someday you'll want someone who wants you Like you keep wanting me to And you won't hate that it wasn't you And I let somebody know me better I thought that I would miss you more But I wake up and I feel better Cause I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go We've been going on forever There's no more crying on the floor And he said it's now or never So I let somebody, let somebody, let somebody go